Hi, Shay and Colin. Thank you for playing Ross's interview with Michael from his neighborhood, his last interview. I'm one of the people who Ross encouraged to listen to and to learn from the homeless idea. I'm very sorry for the loss of your friend and fellow collaborator. Rest in power, Ross. This one might be a little incoherent. That's um, that's a header. That's a, a warning. I hope that uh, that didn't uh, drive you away, though. I think you're tougher than that. It's, it sucks here. I just want to let you know. Um, homeless idea podcast, I don't even know. Number. And... Um, I decided that Victoria is like, just this is no good anymore. Like, this is just the, the flavor has gone away. There's just no more fun. And roaming around the street and having, like, no place to go in the winter and seeing everybody out in the street, locked down, no place to go as well. And the cops just roll around, like, sort of waving at each other. The streets are empty. And there's, like, they just obnoxiously drive around and give each other the nod and they're proud of each other. It sucks. It's gross. I mean, you know, everybody is just, you know, trying to find a place to stay warm. And everybody's proud of themselves that they've locked those terrible homeless people out of their property and you don't hang around my parking lot and go through my garbage. They make a mess. They make a mess. I don't know what anybody expects homelessness to look like. It kind of looks like a mess. It is a mess. So we're doing our part. Um, if you don't like the mess, let's clean up homelessness, not drive away all the homeless people, because that's not solving anything. What we have is a government initiative 30 years ago created to end affordable housing or national or social housing. I told you it might be a little incoherent, but the thoughts like that this, the, like I've just been witnessing this and just witnessing this and thinking about it and going wow this is what this is what we are eh? this is this is our shining moment this is how our society is this is our fine civilization and i mean nobody ever would want to go out here and try this life at all i don't see too many volunteers it's the people who are already abused already you know disadvantaged, already weakened by whatever circumstance that just the final destination was here. This is a, a trickling through the cracks. This Nobody just goes out there and says, okay, I'm going to go be homeless now. I mean, maybe there's one or two, but I, I don't know any of them. So this is like these people that are out here wandering around with no place to go and, you know, just like I don't know what kind of looks on their faces, but not anything with any kind of prospect of a better day. You know, kind of just wandering out of state, you know, they're staring out of space and they don't even see you when you walk by them. You know, they just kind of slowly shuffle. And, like, we just let that go. It's not a problem. And we call ourselves a society that can, like, tell the other rest of the world how they should, like, you know, you should do this in your backyard because we're, we take care of human rights in Canada. You, no, we don't. No, we don't. We let a lot of people, you know, 
into our country because we're, we claim to be nice people. And I don't know what that's about either. I'm not, you know, obviously the refugees and all that, that if anybody has a problem with being here, then you don't understand what Canadian values are. We, we take in people who are refugees from war-torn countries, except we don't allow our citizens to have a fair shot at affordable, adequate housing because we scrapped that plan 30 years ago. Something else was tabled. Something else was, you know, this is a better idea than that. And it was the politicians who created this mess. And uh, there you have it. An entire generation is now on the streets, pretty much. Not an entire generation. Not everybody. I mean, you got, like, the yuppies who are just so pretentious these days. It's just just terrible. If you can afford a house, you have this esteem or this... I don't know if it's esteem, but it's this way about you that is honestly offensive to most people like that like you know aren't materialistic it's really gross it's the way people are to each other is like, oh, I'm me and Bobby you know Buffy went out to the the lake and, and you know we went to Starbucks and oh, I had a chat what a chai tea or whatever I don't know it's just like really who cares I'm not saying that it's wrong I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with living that way people People, you know, enjoy th- different things than I do, and, and that's fine. And not a lot of people enjoy the things I do. They're like, what is wrong with you? And I, I, I accept that. So I'm not trying to judge anybody. I'm just saying. It's not my cup of tea. And the, the attitudes are so high and mighty and offensive, kind of. I don't know why people have to act like that. Really. But then, again, I have seen, witnessed now, and there's cops driving everywhere. Because this city has more cops per capita than any other place in the world. There's more cops here per citizenship than any place in the world. So it's, you know, it seems pretty safe, but it's absolutely not. And they're, they're saying this is like, oh, there's assaults going up in Victoria, and oh my God, there's crimes going up in Victoria. I haven't really seen a whole lot of it. And I mean, I've been out here living in the street for three years, but I did see something and I have heard things that I think everybody should be concerned about in Victoria. The predators. I've seen three young ladies who are fleeing abusive situations, who have been forced to live on the street. Um, I was like, you know, I'm, I'm wandering around myself, and um, they're, you know, walking down the street, usually talking out loud to someone that's not there, and ah, I could tell they approached me because they, I don't know. I hope they, I hope I'm not trying to like. This is not. They didn't say why. But I think they felt maybe safe in my presence because maybe they felt like, you know, I wouldn't, I don't know. I, I don't even want to say the words because I don't want to imagine that happening in this world. I mean, it just does, it's beyond me. I don't have to deal with that, those things, those situations. So I tend not to think about them. But so does the, um, so does the population of Victoria. They, <clears throat> excuse me, they, they think that Everybody's out there, they're locked out, as long as we have these homeless people locked out, ah, chained up, and ah, they can't get in here. Fair enough. A lot of them make a mess. They have no other place to go. So they seek warmth. They seek warmth in every you know, nook and cranny they can find it. And make hiding spots and all that. God, goddamn homeless people, they just pop it up everywhere. Right? But I've seen 
predators driving around and they're preying on the young homeless girls. Probably like the young homeless guys too, who knows? Or maybe not everybody. Who knows? I'm just saying. I'm not discriminating. There's a lot of really sick praying eyes driving around this city looking and feeding off the homeless people. And then how can you talk about how, you know, great your day was and how fancy you are and how, how, how just your society is because it's not happening to you and allow it to happen to a fellow countryman or a fellow citizen who the government 30 years ago decided that a priority was not to have a per- housing. So how is it the homeless person's fault that they're in this, me- in this mess? And let me ask you this to the middle class person. Is it your fault that you're paying $2,000 a month rent? Do you like paying $2,000 a month rent? Well, that's because there's no availability. I'm sorry, I've been wandering around for two days and I might not be completely enunciating my words properly, but I'm trying. Um, and people, they, they pay this, they go to their 16 jobs a day and they pay it. They don't, I don't know if they like it or not, but they seem to have this, I don't know. It's a hard thing to get up and go to work every day. You deserve a, 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 you know, a nod for that. You deserve a, a, a bow of the, the hat, I guess, or the, you deserve credit for being that person. It's not an easy thing to do. And to be a responsible person who, you know, goes to work day after day, pays his bills, and um, you deserve to have, you know, the time off and enjoy your holiday and the whole bit. You work hard for it. I have no, 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 no issues with that. But it's when people can't attain that because they have no place to start and you judge them, that's when it gets hairy. Because there's nothing funny or there's no jokes or there's no, I don't know, humor in watching people suffer on the streets of your city. Even though they're not doing anything wrong, you know, and that's another thing. It's not the, the crime isn't being committed by the homeless people. They're being watched constantly. I mean, there's cameras everywhere. There's cameras in places people don't even know there's cameras, and it's like, it's crazy. And it's a small little place. And it's just, it used to be a beautiful little place. It used to be a nice little place. I remember 10 years ago being in Victoria, and, you know, you could go into a lobby in a hotel and hang there all night and kick your feet back. And they get a little snooze, and you wouldn't get chased out by a security guard. They'd be like, oh, were you in here? Were you in here the whole night? I mean, they'd be a little bit tech, but you, you fucking, sorry, excuse me, friends. But you, you could, um, like I say, a little bit tired. Forgive me. But you could, like, catch some Z's. And you know what? I've been living homeless on and off, hard to house, whatever you want to call that. Um, didn't... Uh, get much of a shot at education, but I'm not bitching. I think it's excellent that people get out there, do their thing at a young age, and that's what, you know, for the most part, that's what, what life is about, you know, achieving your dreams. But for the people who couldn't, for, for whatever happened at a young age, to be 
roaming around with like lost looks in their eyes and being degraded and their lives destroyed any hope of like they're they're suffering um because of honestly bad parenting bad bad situations whatever they may have been and a government decision to make sure that adequate affordable housing was not a priority for them i want the the, the blame and the anger to go where it should shouldn't we put the blame and the anger right in the government's lap and say you have to fix this mess this was a terrible project we don't know what we were thinking let's admit we made a mistake immediately start fixing it because this is what Canada is right now and I want everybody in the world to hear my little voice coming from Victoria BC which is a nice place to live but it's definitely got a lot of problems in the way of humanitarian crises and housing crises and people's rights being violated um, it's my little voice saying Canada is not a human rights leader I'm I bet you like, some Chinese politicians just went, oh my God, did he say that? Tape that, get that on, get another, you know, I'm sure it happened, but um, it's true. I'm going to say it one more time, because I just wanted to ring out, Canada sucks at human rights. And I'll tell you that, I experienced it firsthand. I know many people who have, and uh, we suck at caring about human rights. Or, you know, nobody really cares that it's happening. As long as it's not happening to them, they have their TV to watch. And who cares what happened to those bums? They deserve it. That's not an attitude of a Canadian. I don't believe. I know that some people believe that it is. But that's not an attitude of a human being. And if you have that attitude, you really need to focus on why you have that attitude. And I think that the negativity that you're channeling towards homeless people, you'll find that it's from something else. Because humans don't treat each other this way. This is not uh, a natural way for humans to do to treat each other. We have compassion for a reason. It was a God-given emotion. So we didn't... Ah, just getting some taxes from my angry wife right now. That's, a, that's an age-old problem. But what can you do, right? Anyways, I'm just uh, putting this out there. Bit of a ramble mission, solo mission. They're never easy. I hope that I, you know, held your attention. This is something that's been heavy on my mind. And uh, I'm working on getting some podcasts, getting the, the uh, lighter side of this starting to happen again. I, you know, I miss that as well. Ross, buddy, I miss you so much. Pal, you are like... One of the best co-hosts a guy could ever have. You were dedicated, you loved what you did, and you had fun with it. And that's missed. So, just want to say hi, Ross. I know you're out there, buddy. I know you're, you're in a better place. You know, you're, you're out there beyond where we all are going eventually. And I know that uh, you're having a good time. And you're, you're probably having a blast knowing you, Ross. You're probably looking back and going, you guys, like, I'm never like, coming back again. That place. Fuck that. I don't know, man. But, um, miss you, buddy. 
I can just see a trike in heaven, you know what I'm saying? Or biking in heaven, man. Techno biking. But yeah, miss you, buddy. And uh, it's, it, it sucks to, to, to be doing the podcast without, you know, the fellas, right? I hope that listening to the podcast is still educational <laughs> as much as it can be and fun. And I hope that you take something away from this one. All right? Out. Okay. We had a little bit of an interruption there. How did you get in here today? That's good. That's good. How did you get in here Who's this guy? Who's this guy? You remember that? that? Back and forth. You? We've always gone back to how did you we get in here today? I got in um, on a uh, Viking longship, ready for battle. You know what? You are a Viking, and uh, I can see that. Okay. Um, thanks for asking. Um, you know what? Roscoe <laughs> would ask me. At least. Um, Roscoe cared. Where, where, where did you come in from, Colin? How did you and, get in here? Uh, Something Today, you know what? From the bar. I'm, I'm from the bar, obviously. I'm from the bar. That's okay, though. You had some celebrating ah, to do, I heard. Yeah, had a few, uh, had a few uh, cocktails before work. Did you had a, a little bit of a victory today or something, you were saying? Yeah. It was, uh, how did I get in here how today? How did you get victorious? I what happened I came in with you? Aquaman. I came in with water. Uh, Un- underwater. Triumphantly. And, uh, you know, it's... Uh, <laughs> so long as you even you know drink what? a little I, something. I found a friend. Colin's back. Colin's back. I found my friend... Out of nowhere, and I'm, you I'm know happy. you got out of jail. I'm happy. I, I'm happy. You're happy. Um, Ross we're all, we're all happy. And Ross Thank would, you. Ross would be. Ross would be happy. This guy too. Sometimes I think. Yeah, I keep. Him so around. we've we've got. I came. I came he in with the. Uh, you know what? With with the crazy fucks. Um, all right. I don't know. All right, Colin. Colin. Um, I hate to say it like this, but it's nice to have you back, bro. I, uh, you know, I, I'm sure a lot of people are happy to have you back. Yeah. Uh, we, we had a little tiff. We had a little in, in team fight here. You, you well, and I, you and I, you and I, you know what? I think uh, you and I, uh, I think you had a fight. I, I don't think I had a fight. You know that. All right, we're not gonna bring it up here. We're not gonna bring it up here, especially while we're consuming alcohol. I'm not consuming alcohol. No. So, we'll go straight into what we were talking about there. Earlier, and, and Colin, I just want to bring up the speed on here. I've seen some of the girls, what they put up here with out here, and, and some of the ways that these guys treat the women that are from the, like our group, you know? Yeah. And it's something that I never imagined that I'd actually ever Women see. on the street are yeah. the most vulnerable. There's some people out here, there's some predators, there's some monsters who live in, in, yes. in, in these houses and, and, and who yeah. claim that they're, they're law-abiding. They're, yeah. they're actually demons. They're good people. They don't yeah. let us know about the crimes that happen against women. They don't like. They don't they want to keep it hush hush because tourists and, and blah 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 blah. Right. And meanwhile, people who are vulnerable, we need to know these things. We need to know that there's a serial. There's a serial rapist out. Not there. even that. They need that. to know they that, that there's people the fighting from the church is out like cruising uh, homeless and, women yeah. and like and like with the, the, the uh, looks in his eyes like a, an animal like stalks prey. Or or removing the um, what do you call the. Like I was, and, uh, I was, of the I was poor, going to collect my cans and, and, and I almost fell into the street are, because what do you call the shivering on the corner 
trying to find there's some sort people, of there's yeah. predators yeah. though there's like there's, people absolutely. in trucks there's watching. a small group of predators or a large yeah. group of predators a large, large, large network group. very large group but, of uh, network. a manhole does it there was a network there's a man yes there, explain yes. that to me it, how do you feel? Okay, all these incidences happen. I I walked, almost fell into a manhole because the whole cap was removed. And I have somebody who was a witness the next morning that came and saw. I looked everywhere for the, the cap for it. It was gone, missing. Somebody replaced it. But as soon as I stopped dead in my tracks and before I fell into it, these two people that I've seen before following me around... We're I laughing and they drove away. I hear that all the time. And when I described the people and the no, vehicle... I described yeah, the people in the vehicle no. and um, the other the other women in my circle. The people around. Uh, they yeah. also were familiar with those people too because they'd been followed. I never believed and, it. Um, you neither did I never and then I showed him the manhole and he knows that that's where I would go. And that's a, and so it it really scared me. I almost, so you're going to crawl into a manhole. So I almost you're, you're, fell into a manhole. Into because any, no, I almost anything. fell into one. They, had, they dropped a can because they knew I was collected cans for my money, right? Uh-huh. Make a decent, I'm so not robbing people. I'm collecting. Was it? So uh, they put a can right where I would stand, right where the manhole was, and it was dark. Yeah. Something told me not to pick up that can. There was just I had this weird vibe, this weird feeling. Yeah. And luckily, I stopped dead in my tracks right before I would have went for the can and fell into the, the right. So to the shit, can. where is this no, girl I, I safe? Completely, I completely. Where is she safe? Where are uh, she's honestly, not safe. any she of the feel ladies, safe. any of the girls um, who like I, that's, that's not to mention things that have happened to people like at the park, but at, at Beacon Park out on Dallas Road, like horrendous horrific things happen. Apparently, was a group, or there are them people that are are looking at. You call them what? Meth watch. Yes. Who used to like you know go around and see the tweakers and and, and see who the, the you know the people. Well, there's who, senior citizens that follow us around in Beacon yeah. Park that are like we caught yes. them with the cameras and they, pulling and they, them out of the bushes saying yeah. that they were for bird watching, but there was no birds there. I <laughs> was a hard sell in this. Yes, I, I was a hard oh, sell. Oh, I didn't shape. believe it because it was well, told me. I, I, I was a hard sell on that too. I thought you guys are whack. I thought you guys. I thought you guys were like. I thought you were like. I've never experienced the following around. I've experienced. You never seen it though. I, I'm not honestly. She, I, I, can't I thought say they were lying. You know what though? You no. were also very public I right away. They were lying. You weren't there as long as we were, and you were public but right away. They you couldn't are. You are because correct. Because they, they couldn't we do that seen, to you right away because you went too this. public right away mm-hmm. to be an advocate. Therefore, they couldn't. We have well, seen this. We have I'm seen this. That's why you haven't seen it. We have I was seen hit this. by a car from behind. Yeah. I mean, it was a hit and run. I got hit. I got hit. You were right. What I went to. What I went to. Tamara's place. Oh, you did, I got uh, hit. No, that's I got hit. I got hit by a car. car. Um, I got hit by a car from behind. You did. Yes, that's why I went to the Mario's place. Right. When you get it, went to, uh, you're going to somewhere. I can't remember that night. But that's yeah, you were pretty bitter when you got place. home. Yeah. And you were sore. And, and I thought I, you, I, I, you probably I was, did it yourself. I was like, what you saw me. I, I was like, I was. Hurt. I thought you know what you you were mad and you no. probably did it. No, I was hurt. I was actually hurt. Okay, I mean, there's these desert coincidences. Those are strange coincidences that we were hit from cars from behind and dri- and, and they were hit and runs. That's it. That's it. I'm gonna call it chalked up to a coincidence because I'm gonna be a skeptic on this. I've seen. I've, there's been a lot of people. I, I, you that know what? Why are homeless people in the middle of the night when there's no traffic? All of a sudden, a car comes hit. racing by or and it almost hits you. Now, why would they do that? Yeah. People Why would have, teenagers be driving by with their windows open, throwing, throwing firecrackers at me? In is the this park. how they treat you? That's what they did. They threw. They slowed down their car, 
the young and of Victoria, the, 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 the children of Victoria. Luckily, but they it didn't do. go off because it, 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 it oh. fizzed out before it had a chance. But they felt like they meant for you to be. Like, We've seen tents. Isn't that awful? Yes. Molotov cocktails yeah. along Pandora. Oh yeah, we we oh, everything. There's the Beacon Hills. There was a few tent fires that were like. Well, set. So that's where that happened. The firecracker being thrown at me. That was the guy who was himself. told not to come to parks again. He used to drive a white blazer. Remember that guy? Well, there was one guy who stood there. I don't know if he was a white blazer, but he so, stood there spying on me. Dennis had to go and tell him to to take off, and then right away he ran into his car. And, yeah. But he stood there gawking at me for a good hour. It was very disturbing. And once you see like the looks in these guys' eyes, you gotta see this. The looks in these guys' eyes is like. They look like you like the meat, but respect. you don't want any clothes on. Yeah, exactly it's, it's just disgusting. Like it's you just, know what? scary. For, for a lady to, to look at, like, to have that look in her eyes, I'm sorry. You know what? That's scary. They're well, used to, make, to it. They're used to, make, to it. Scary. There was a whole so, kid in camp with a whole... How, how, um, how do we, like... What do you this call is how, like this is how the men of Beacon Hill, like, of Victoria... pictures of me with are acting. This is like... These are guys who you think you're... Who you're... You're deacon in church. posters of me with... With, like... Butcher ties, like as if I'm a piece of meat. I posted it right by like London Drugs and on the on yeah. the different. And I was terrified because it showed this guy holding this with me cut into pieces. That was very disturbing. Psychological, right? Yeah. There's a psychological. Very, attack. very well. Yeah. Absolutely, They're I was terrified. Yeah. So, is Victoria still such a great place to live? Um, is Victoria? Is it? Really, is it? it well, we're going to change things. Who you we are. hope we'll change. You look at Shannon from bylaw. It could be depending who I'm you are. You, um, if if these things stopped and then people were given equal opportunity done, like, to enjoy and, and to have available, adequate, safe, affordable housing, I think this could be a great place to live. A vibrant place to live. Yeah, but, but they're not going to make this a vibrant place. We don't know why is what that? We're going they're going to have because they don't want us. They don't want the poor. I know. They do, we all have, that's how they're making they their money. The Guys, yeah. we well, all have our money, 41% of all population of Victoria work in the industry called poverty. Exactly. So they, do, they can't say they don't want the poor. They, they do. If they shut down the, the, the poverty pits here, there would be a lot of people out of work. That's a lot what I'm saying. They, they do want the poor. Because yes, they, they need they, the poor. But it's they want us to be miserable thing. because they, that, that makes... What are the poor? The poor sound like a commodity here. You know what? They're well, just... how they make their money. Itching them. We're cattle. Itching them. We're cattle. Especially... 41% of the population of Victoria works in some sort of housing. Especially they, why is it that you can do needles in the safe injection sites, but you can't smoke a joint or a meth pipe in there? What? Because it's yes. not causing any lives. They're make, not making enough money off of that. Correct. So therefore, they're discriminating against oh, what funding. you can, the way you, right. So if, if I want to use utilize any of the resources, I have to switch over you to do to needles. So I have to become a yep. worse addict in order to get any help. Now, yes. where's so the logic in that? promoting Where is the logic in that? So yeah. that that's sounds just, like I've never a heard of such ludicrous textbook thing. medical way. Like they're saying something. that they try to help people, but how do they try to help? They just didn't, they try to make it worse so that they can. We are not making service care providers. We're not making this up. We're not making this up. There's four other people on this podcast. True, true is true. There's four other people in this podcast who are going to tell you the exact same thing. And true is true. At a and different time. Creating more pods. They've created nobody's been scripted here. There is no scripting. But we're still not allowed to smoke there. Like, they're still making more and more of these, making more money off of us, but we're not allowed to um, partake in any of that. So, 
how are you helping us? You're for me Whatever to have to be with my peers and to feel that I'm not that I'm supported. I have to be a worse addict. Yeah. So I'm not enough of an addict to be. That's just ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Imagine this. Imagine this. I figured this out. It, it was like it's it's simple, no, but yeah. it's like wow. Yeah. Is it evil? If you get funding from the government and millions of dollars of donations from the community, because mm -hmm. a lot of Victorians don't want this. They're good people. Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of retirees that don't want this. A lot of excellent people in Victoria who, who want to end this, and they don't want. They don't like seeing people suffer. Oh, absolutely. A lot of good people. I, I was in this little committee actually. That, but um, listen, listen. Oh, if, if if you take uh, the funding from all that, it's a lot of money. The people That's are putting a lot, lot of money. Funding that they're and then you they're cut getting. the services that you claim to provide. Where's that funding going? Right? And you know, well, it's going in their pockets. That's how you. That's how you make a, a profit off a non-profit. That's how you poverty yeah, so them. That's just awful. Well, and now, it's going to be that we're going to expose this. You know, I think that. How how strong is the is the, is the bond that you feel amongst the the culture of the homeless population here? How how we're sick of this, are we not? Absolutely. And we're ready to fight back. When, well, when, are you, when, are you, when are you ready to say, you know what, enough is you enough? You know what I find hypocritical right is now. the fact that they get extra funding, they, they complain about the mess, and they, they put it in the press <laughs> that we're such pigs in the parks and doing yep. all this stuff. But then the first group people they go to is me and Dennis asking, asking for permission to take pictures to, so that they can apply for a grant for more funding to clean up the parks. Absolutely. Now they don't let anybody, the citizens, know that. Six they just million. take us in a dark light. Six they, million. They print untruths. Oh, they knew there was no chop shop, but they printed. Uh -huh. A direct, they knew all along oh. that all those serial numbers were around. They knew there was no chop shop, yet they there wanted good press. One they wanted to make it look to this community, to citizens, like they were doing their job. And meanwhile, they knew all along there was no chop shop, and nobody retracted it. Nobody, nobody was an advocate no. for Dennis. They, he had to go and seek out a reporter who, who there's a small little follow-up story that oopsie, we maybe it wasn't exactly a chop shop. Yeah, the you bottom know what? of the bullshit. first page. The cops oh, knew right, all along that they ran all the bikes. They, don't you? think they would have arrested him and they, well, they didn't charge him they couldn't because there was nothing to charge him but there was not one single pope stole but that was it just bothers me that they can frame it to the media like we're such oh. monsters but meanwhile they're doing nothing they are they're lying to the public like how is that great it's not it's not it's called, it's called corruption no you know what Nina honestly I, I hope you don't mind if I use it. No, no, that's fine. That's right. fine. I'm definitely going to Kind of set, but, you know, thank you. No, no, that's you. fine. You know, it's, it's called corruption. And Absolutely. It's, when we do this Abuse thing... Abuse of their called, power. Well, that's called disrepute of justice. And we hold justice to be a, a pretty high extreme. We, we hold it to a high standard. We live in the land of the free, but it, does, it sure doesn't feel like it. Justice and, and, and equality are, are things that we place in Canada very highly. And it's under well, the supremacy of God that this law is supposed to exist. It's not supposed to um, be used ever against its citizens. So I think it's time to challenge the things that they're doing in this court that they, they, they give us by these charter rights that they say that, they, that we have. There's no charter rights. Well, yeah, they had no well, problem trying to take us to the Supreme to Court that. to get us out of the park. Harry, Harry, they had no problem putting taking us to the Supreme Court for the park. But yet, well, then we, why aren't we? We should be entitled to do that when we're we are. when we feel we have the like, when we feel that there's a need for it the way they felt. We are. That's fair enough. Bring if you feel there's a need to take us to the Supreme Court, by all means. Right. But then we should be able. To, we should feel strong enough to be able to do the same. We are. As you know, as we are learning now 
how to fight back because nobody is helping us. Nobody, they watching, they're watching us die daily. They're watching kill, killing them softly. It's called killing them softly. Well, exactly. That's a song. Exactly. <laughs> they're killing them softly. Keep strumming my pain. Anyways, right, right. Well, absolutely. And not in all cases. The, there are people who die instantaneously getting upon getting the vaccine. If they get it intramuscular, their their chances of being sick are less. But if they get it intravascularly, their chances. Yeah, that's why people uh, are dying yeah, from a cardio from infarction. Why would you get it in the heart? Because exactly. well, you that's off the topic of it. But you know what? Yeah, it's, it's, it's all it's, it's all related somehow. Yeah. I did because all right, guys, I wanted to be around my college back. It's been a podcast. Enjoyed having you, and we're out. You know that saying like. 50 billion uh, Chinamen can't be wrong about rice? Yeah. All right. My pal, tell me what you just told me. What, 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 what's your point? I know your point, but... It's not right that people are paying um, officials, government officials, uh, people who are supposed to be in a position of authority to help us. Or care, um, care the, providers. We call the, they're, providers. They're supposed to be taking, like, helping us to find resources and, and not only do they not have any empathy... They're, they're going out of their way to taunt us and harass us, taking people's possessions and, and throwing them out, pretending that they don't know where they are. Did you um, read the taking contract? Taking things that are wet. Wait, hold on. Did you read the contract for the service providers? Do you know that they are, do they come across as counselors or do they say, um, you know, trust me, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a you know, outreach worker. They don't come across as providing any help whatsoever. They come across as do they ever claim to have training? Authority. Do they ever have to claim to have training? Some of as them counselor? act like they pretend. Not counseling. No, they pretend almost as if they're police and they're enforcing the law. And if you don't do what they say, you're going to go to jail. Almost like they're they're militia almost. Where would this be like. happening? Like, I mean, just okay. Th- I, generally, since I've gone to BC, it happens all amongst the poor. The so, poorest of the poor, the people who are outside sleeping on the sidewalk. You mean those nice people who like who work at these buildings, the, the, the people who hand out the food, and the people who like um, you know make sure that everything's and the people the blankets are there. Way to humiliate us and make us feel like we are the workers we're do? lowest. The workers do. Not the workers, the bylaw people. The bylaw people do. And what about the, the staff? parks? The park staff do. I would say I would go. Some of the buildings also are very condescending, depending who you are. I notice they play a lot of favorites. The staff at the the, the shelters. Yeah. The staff at the hotels. Absolutely. Okay, you hear heard it here now four times. Horror stories. People get raped at those shelters. People get their things stolen at those shelters, and the workers just sit there and watch. They do absolutely nothing. To stop it. No, No, nothing. 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 And I'm I'm like, I've heard this from several different people who work. How do you feel when you tell people this? It breaks my heart. It makes me, it's hard to not cry. Do you feel that people believe you when you tell them that? Like when you say, listen, you've got to see, this is insanity. I I think that everybody knows and they just, they don't, they they can make a difference so they don't do anything about it. There's nothing, they feel as they're not, one person can't do anything. Why think about, why dwell on something unpleasant if you can't change it? Have you ever shocked But how can we change it? Have you ever shocked anybody with like, the revelation that this is happening? Like, is anybody like, well, you can't be happening. Are you serious? Like, any straight kind of normal No, job. I think I was the one shocked into it when people were telling me when I first came on, because I wasn't from the homeless scene to begin with. Well, you're awesome. And I'm um, being honest, and I was shocked, and when I've been hearing the same thing from several different 
sources and I get to, you know, I'm living with these people outside. I know, get to know them. And that's not the kind of happen. thing that somebody makes up. You don't make up being raped or having your things stolen. The horror when or, you see or it happen for your own eyes. You go, or being oh bullied. You don't, no. you know, you don't make up those things. Is that what a service provider would do if they call themselves a That's a joke to call them a service provider. Right? They care People provider? are taking these positions for the money and for the power trips. Some people, it's not even the money, it's about the control. They like being in that position of power to be able to say to somebody, no, you, you're going to do what I say. It's like it's like they were the, the nerds in high school and now that they're, you know, this is their their time to shine, I guess. They, they, they do it by bullying Whatever. and intimidating and hurting people. And if, you, if you're in that kind fight. of a job, you should be... be loving people and trying to wanting to try to help them and tell them their resources and uh, how to apply for programs and how to do things and I had to go out of my way to ask by law like is there something you somewhere else we can camp for example all they were interested in was just getting us off of the the particular place where we were they didn't so offer mean, any resources you know, all these people that we pay and we fund and we donate money to to actually help the homeless are tell you telling me that they're not helping them they're they're, they're they're, They're harassing them, them and worse? hindering them. Oh, absolutely. Wow. Wow, that's shocking. I, I don't mean, know I'm if the regular the citizens know here. that. I'm playing, I'm playing the NIMBY who doesn't realize I this. don't know if regular citizens know that. I really don't know. Would it be, like, you know, too far to call them poverty pimps? I call it poverty Absolutely pimps. not, because that wouldn't be going too far, because they are making their money off of us. Poverty. Yeah. And, and instead of helping us, they're hindering us so that they can keep making money and keep, like, it's like they're feeding off of our misery. They and it's are. horrible. They, they truly are. And then it's terrible also, I think, when they I'm, present themselves in the community as some sort of... Um, hero. Hero. Or, yeah, yeah, I know. I've read some articles where there it sounds like there was a, um, a counselor who went riding with Bylaw. He, he wrote an article about it, like... Or oh, morning, um, doing rounds with bylaws, making Andrew. it sound, yeah, making it sound like, you know, they're, that they're doing such a great job. He's a and, troll. They're, and they're doing all these things. But the thing is, and most of them, what? How does he know that they're on their the same behavior when he's there that they are regularly? That's he bullshit. He doesn't have a clue what he's talking no. about. He he goes out and he and puts he tries, his vis vest on for the day and. He, he, he acts like he's rolling up his sleeve and becoming a, a well-seasoned one good, politician. One good thing I'll say, though, he did have some empathy, and he did point out he, he did point out that it was sickening about there was a girl that was sleeping in a tent by herself in a park, and apparently the bylaw man just said to her, said to him about her, oh, well, she gets raped all the time by blah, blah, blah. And he, he was disgusted at that, so I'll give him that much. But why is this published in an article oh, and guy. people... I'm saying, why is this published in an article and people aren't just outraged and doing something about it? No, everybody's sweeping it under the rug. Call like, it. I mean, that's in a paper and You've nobody cares. You've been a woman here for how many years? Like, honestly. Um, five. Five years now. I mean, I've seen some stuff in the last few days that makes me, like, question humanity. Like, totally. For period. I've never understood... Oh, I, I've never had to really see what women go through from the predators and the fucking monsters out here. What, give me a story. If, shock to myself? You know, I was um, sleeping out front of, um, on, out front of our place where they're supposed to be offering us shelter and, and help. And it's the big Safe mecca area. of, yeah, the big mecca of, of where you go when you need uh, right. resources. Everybody says So that. I'm by myself as a woman 
at night, sleeping, not doing no drug paraphernalia, nothing you're bad. You're in a safe box. And there's a, a security guard came and woke me up out of a dead sleep, told me I had to get up and go up the road to the park and relocate there because I wasn't allowed to sleep on there. And I said, but I'm here because there's a camera here and this way I'm safe. There's, Smart. you know, because that's the truth. That's the reality of it. If you're on there's a camera, then people aren't going to come and rape you in your sleep, right? I think so. So anyways, I was so. told me to move. And as I'm walking, I'm stepping over a grown man who's like three times my size, drugs all around him, passed out cold, right in locking the front doors. Nobody woke him up to go. He was allowed to stay passed out there, but me, little wo- woman, and another time, they what they've was got the five cu- What was the logic? Because we're not supposed to sleep out front. Because he was being a bully, obviously. He was too scared to walk, wake up the man. Was that Didn't that big security guard, the big guy? No, 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 this is years ago. Yeah. Dennis was in, was gone away in jail, and I was by myself outside. And it was, um, yeah, it was, it was just, just pushed you on a, arbitrarily. They just just on a Yeah. And another time, I was sleeping out front on the, the grass, just once again, just to sleep by myself. Five cop cars like that came surrounding me to wake me up, and I was like, I have no criminal record. I'm not, don't have any volatile history, nothing. So I didn't understand. I'm a little woman, like I'm like five two. Um, I don't yeah. understand what threat I was. You're well, not. the, the well, senior you, assistant security guard apparently threat. called You're a massive threat. You're a massive threat apparently. because you have a big brain and you, like, well, you use it. And the security man called them. The old man called them and made up a lie saying that he tried to wake me up in the past and it didn't go too well. <laughs> well, I never slept there before. I never seen the man in my life. So he lied. He just didn't want to wake me up again. He's a security guard. So then there's lying five. Like, what, how are the city's resources being wasted? Taxpayers' money being wasted? Five, five cop cars. That's ten cops. The taxpayers around me that to wake me up. The taxpayers. I've never seen just squandering. The taxes have no idea what the truth is. Like that's. I couldn't believe it. I've, do you think it, they do? Do you think no. they have the truth? Because I'm from Winnipeg, and you're lucky to get cops to come when you're called number one within 10 minutes. Never mind having the resources to five cop cars surrounding one little woman, middle-aged woman, asleep on a on the grass. That that a, anyone could have came and said, oh, time to get up, and I would have gotten up. Did they have the lights? They keep the lights on when they did it? Yes, they had paddy wagons. There was a couple of them. All and they lights were And they were, like, standing at a I was like, oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. radios are full blast. And then they, I started laughing. I'm like, what's going on? And then a couple of them knew me, and they said, okay, well... Um, okay, Nina, well, we'll you're not allowed jealous. to sleep we'll here next time because this is a, this is too close to the, to the tax building. And I laughed. I said, I used to work at a tax center, at the tax center in Winnipeg, so I didn't realize that we weren't allowed to sleep there. I'm sorry. I would have gladly, I won't sleep here again, but I didn't, why did, why are there so many of you? And that's what they said. The security guard called them. You're making saying, a crime out of you sleeping. Where you're like grabbing shelter, they're, trying to get chased. If they're employing the, the federal government's employing citizens that are too old to do their jobs, so they're scared of little five-two middle-aged women who are sleeping. So I mean, if you if you can't handle waking somebody like that up, why are you pay, making thirty bucks or whatever an hour working at the Peace to out, protect Negro. the Peace people? How are you protecting the people when you're calling the cops? Hold on. Sorry, yeah, sorry. Yeah. You know where I am. No, no, you stick around. You, 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 no, I gotta go, go to home place. to my woman. All right, you know that. Right. Have a good one. You know, you, can, you, can <laughs> you know no, you can. No, I'm just gonna introduce this guy again. I know. There's a lot going on. This guy's a duck. All right, so I'm here with down the mountain here. I seen him walking down the block, and he was like, pest. He was like screaming at nobody. You know, that's a lot of that going on. 
And uh, Don, or Dan, what happened today, bro? What were you pissed off about? Just, just venting, venting to myself a little bit. I was, I was out at Walmart um, after spending ninety dollars uh, uh, on merchandise at Walmart, not stealing anything. I go in there three or four times a week, never steal anything. They and they always follow me around. They catch me as soon as I tried to steal anything. Well, they're always but, following um, you around, so you don't really want to try and steal anything because yeah. they're always hassling you anyway. Exactly. Exactly. But um, upon buying $90 worth of merchandise, I stopped outside to put uh, uh, one of the items, a, a ch chatter top-up, yeah. uh, on my phone, and I reply to a couple of emails. I have the security guard come by and tell me that I can't sit at the tables outside. They're for Walmart res uh, customers, Walmart only. customers only. Yeah, you bet. Um, I you're all over her. You're, you're in the store, for fuck's sake. You're, you're there already. You're Walmart customer. I pull, I pull my receipt, receipt out, yeah. and he's... He says, we're going to call police if you don't leave. Doesn't even look at the receipt. How much time did he give you to, to get up and, and leave before he, like, was he, like, right away? There, there's, like, what was the reason for that? Uh, <clears throat> um, because... Were you acting up? Were you acting crazy? Were you yelling at people or anything? I was on my phone. I, my yeah. headphones plugged in. I wasn't even singing along. So Dan is, like, he's dressed in, like, Carhartts. And he's, you know, so you, you go bottling, you say? You just bottling, you do some odd jobs? Yeah, I have a large backpack, like, the... What do the, you shins on, the shins on my car hearts are dirty, but aside from that, like I would shave, my face was washed. I thought he worked at the ironworking site. I said, why is this ironworker walking down the street screaming at himself? And I yeah. saw the backpack, right? So I realized, you know, he's one of the brothers. So, and I, I had to ask you, bro. Like, don't let him. I said, don't let him get to you, man. Don't let them win. Thank you, man. Thank Absolutely. you, Absolutely, no, for sure. And, and so, like, how do you feel when that happens? When people treat you like that? A security guy walks up to you and treats you like. Like, that's not even like treating a, the person like a, a paying customer or a human being, really. I, I just feel there's a definite line drawn between um, the between the victorious citizens and um, those people. The, uh, absolutely, the, absolutely. The, the income assistance people, the homeless people, the single working moms, and um, somehow we're lesser people, and our our money being spent is not as good as, as theirs, um, and. Uh, there seems to be this fear tactic going on where uh, the older senior citizens and citizens of Oak Bay are being made to feel as if they're not safe from the poor people, the poor unwashed masses unless there's a security guard present. And it seems like an in they incredible, ridiculous they way things. to create more, more Drama. useless jobs. Absolutely. Like, there's enough work that needs doing. Why... Why hire people doing that? Well, you know, they're they're hyping it, are aren't they? They're kind of hyping the whole fucking. The whole, oh, excuse my French, don't but feel safe. I, we can swear on the podcast. Okay. It's okay if you let one rip, right? It's okay. I, I just you know whatever. But uh, I'm just forgiving myself there. Of uh, <laughs> sorry for the years out there. But uh, what was I saying? I would have to delete that part. But yeah, you're absolutely right. What they're doing, bud, is they're 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 making it so there's fear. Being, yeah, like, because they, I think there's a big, a big execution, a big march going on here against mm -hmm. us. I think they're really gonna, like, hammer down. It's not just here. Yeah, well, I yeah. Here, you know, here, it's, it's probably the, one of the centers of it. Jeez, that's so, like something to think about. It's scary, man. If every, like, you know, if all across the nation where they're starting to, you know, pick off homeless people, where are we coming to? We're the first to go, and there's a lot of us, <clears> man. I was saying on the show, like, the, like this is another segment, but I, I was saying on the show, it's the government's fault. They they scrapped national housing, which or national uh, adequate housing. It's been a long day. 
affordable housing, national affordable housing, that, that plan, that strategy, was scrapped by the government for uh, 30 years ago. So what is that, everybody? Um, so what does that mean? Uh, you, you, you just cancelled affordable housing for an entire generation. How old are you? I'm, I'm 32. So when you were two years before born, I think I got the math right, um, you, they said that housing was not an option or really a, a necessity for you, for our generation. Do you know that? Uh, it's a government caused issue. The government caused this. No, it was I'm, actually. I'm yeah. willing to work, but how am I expected to go to a job site unshaven, wearing filthy clothes? I, I haven't used a bathroom. I can't clean myself or my clothes up. I don't have access to clean water, to clean yeah. food. I hear you, buddy. Getting food sick, food poisoning. You got no sleep the uh, night no before, or maybe the like, last they, few days? They've, they've now determined smartphones to be a basic necessity of life in Canada. But you gotta pay for and, your Wi-Fi. And they don't even have a payphone. And you gotta charge your phone. Where are you gonna charge your phone? Exactly. Like it's, literally. You can't use an outlet. There's no outlets anywhere. They, well, a security guard tells you gotta beat it, right? And the security guard show up and tell you to beat it for ones that are left. And you know, Dan, I'm in the same boat, bro. So, you know, I, I completely feel your pain. And I want that the listener to understand that like, it's not just me making this up. It's happened to a lot of people. And like, you want to go to work and better your life, is that not right? That's what I was doing until something happened and I didn't realize a check and a half away, I was, I was a check and a half away from the streets. I thought I was on my way to get my red seal to become a chef. Is that right? I, I, was, I never thought I'd end up in this situation. Holy boom, shit. Here I am. So right? you're just going to finish up a, a cooking course? Yeah, I was, like, I was just getting ready to challenge the exam. I was apprenticing under a chef over at Spinnaker's. Just, uh, a spinnakers. So all the classy people eat at spinnakers. All the all the rich people eat at spinnakers. Yeah, yeah. So guess what? That's the guy who was making your food, and now he's like being harassed by security guards at Walmart for buying phone minutes and sitting down on a bench. I mean, you want people wonder why homeless people are so like uh, unapproachable or angry all the time? You know, uh, how how heavy is your backpack, bro? You you, you pack big. You got a house back there. No, it's not too bad, but it's, it's at the point where I take it off, I find myself slouching for the rest of the day. Still oh, yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it's affecting me, man. Absolutely. It's just, it's been a couple of years now, um, which is way too long to be in this situation, considering I want to work. I'm not incapable of working, but just because of my socioeconomic status, you have I don't no... want to even take my resume. It's, it's you can't start anymore. Absolutely, man. I totally understand that. And people have to understand that. This is like, you know, exactly what's happening. You have no place to start. Don't even tell me about like pulling your, your bootstraps up because oh, McDonald's is you have the bootstraps, not, you know? Not if I don't have an address. You can't, you can't they, go in. They won't hire me. No, you can't go in without with, working yeah. with food and, and being all like, you know, co no. coming out of the bush. No, I've been the last night. <laughs> and, and, yeah, no. I wouldn't want you know? No, exactly, it's, it's, exactly. It's, it's, yeah, it's just, so this it's is the, the fault of not having a home, the home, a house, a home base, and then so your quality of life is absolutely destroyed, and then it looks like, like your mental health, you know, it it, it suffers, it, it suffers, yeah. You know, I've never had a problem with it before, and yet here I am walking down the street talking to myself, like you said. Yep. Like it's not like I'm, I'm not dangerous or anything, but I. Bro, I, I thought I thought this guy's on fentanyl. Why does fentanyl? Why do people do fentanyl, man? You just act like fucking that. It's like what the oh, fuck's it? I'm not a big like opiate guy. I'm not a fan, but it's just like it seems that fentanyl sucks, man. You know, it does a lot of damage to people. That's my two cents. Anyways, 
Um, back to topic. So, what do you think tipped him off about about your? Uh, like, how did he figure out you're homeless? Or um, you're, you didn't figure out you're homeless? What do you think? What, what drew him to you? What drew him to you? you think? More than anything, my my backpack. Going in there, my my the dirty car hurts were all right, but um, I had a backpack and I had a bedroll. It wasn't a big one. It was a, one of the one of the expensive the cold weather sleeping bags that you can roll up super yep. super tight. And it's slim. a hefty bag. And, and it was tucked on the bottom of the bag. But as soon as people see you've got your sleeping supplies uh, outside on your bag, Fuck, bro. you must be living out of it. You must be one of them. And and from that point on, they're on to you. They're watching you like a hawk and they'll follow you to make sure Absolutely. you don't stick around. Oh, yeah. They'll take they'll, your money. They'll, they'll, take your, they'll try and take your dignity. Your, they'll definitely yeah. try to take your dignity and, you know, call the cops on you. And the cops try then come in and act like you've been doing something. Yeah. Which is getting outrageous, you know. But man, the, the cops are hit and miss, man. You got a good one, you got a bad one. I'm not gonna go there. I've had, I've had some just completely flabbergasted. Like, like we're, we're here because he's been sitting in in your store for too long, which is, and he's halfway through his burger. Like, and yet I've had other cops that are ready to beat me down for yeah. even thinking about yeah. taking a sip of my pop inside the store. I get both too, bro. Yeah. Um, but I think that's the, probably the thing was that got it was a backpack, you know. Yeah, and it's I like, see how you like how you 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 you're on a tight ship there. Everything's folded and put it's, it away. I, it's my life. I can't just throw it in a bush and hope it's there when I come back. So there, here's a guy who's a, who's just going to be a chef. Just got to finish up his his paperwork. You know, crisis hits, and uh, he's got his backpack completely army packed, and you know, intelligence and wants to get back to work. And he's one of the homeless people that you point your fingers at and snicker at and, uh, you know, put down and, and you call the cops on and call the security on. Uh, you want to give him a break? Wouldn't you be pissed off if someone treated you like that? I think you would. I think you would. I think we have a right to sometimes, like, you know, walk down the street screaming to ourselves because you have no idea how, how we were just treated five minutes ago. And you know what? You're, if you're any kind of human being, you know, that's enough evidence for me to raise a reasonable doubt, I think. Right, brother? And it happens every day to all of us. You know, a hundred times a day. And why do you think you need more police out here? Because you guys call the cops every five minutes. Or in the little things, all yeah. the calls, they, they don't expect any action. When they show up to a call, they expect that they're going to have to calm, uh, calm Cat out of a tree or a, something. A again. busy body down and, and shuffle somebody along. They're glorified babysitters. And, and do you think mental health? Diffusing. Do you think mental health diffusing, like they're, they're talking about doing, like, you know, is 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 a good thing to have? Like, well, we'll just have counselors come out and, and talk them down. And do you think that yes. they escalate that that yes. kind of a, a, you know, you've, you've been like in this situation where the, the fucking security guards ha harassing you, you, won't shut up, you know, just being a dick, right? Just be, and then won't even give you a second to like walk before they start escalating things. No. There are a lot of mentally ill people out, that, out there that wa walk around screaming, doing bizarre things, being offensive and down there are. dangerous. Yeah. Um, and they're under medicated. There's no place for them to go. And the, sh the, sh the homeless shelters are no place for them either because they just wind up addicted to drugs as well, which is the last thing they need. They don't have the capacity to say no. But at the same time, um, I'm not sure counselors on the front line of this problem is the right answer either because they're going to be tempted just to start medicating everybody and rules will be made where they can 
Yeah. Where they can turn you into a zombie with a pill that you're legally required to take. It's a good point, bro. A small infraction. It's a good point. I'm not, it's an excellent point because I'm wondering if maybe safe supply is the is like the you know the introduction. That's one part of it because you, people are turning themselves into zombies on that. They got no other options. It's that's it because they're sick. They're sick of doing crime. See, people aren't wanting to. No, absolutely not. Who wants to go to jail? It's not for my language, it's not a nice way to live. No, absolutely um, and, not. And like, not everybody who does that wants to be doing that. So that shows there are people out there who, who are looking for a different path, but unfortunately just throwing random new experimental medications at them. Have you been in one of the hotels? Is not the answer. Um, I, I applied. Um, and then, unfortunately, I, I watched this, uh, the Covington Hotel behind us. Um, I come through here to Dollar Store five times a week, and I watch this hotel go from a fairly decent motel to a cesspit in, in a matter of a month. Whose fault and was that, you think? Who, who, who did that? Who, what, what caused it's, that? The management of... Um, well, Absolutely. Ultimately, it, Say no it's, more, bro. it's the it's it's the residents, but it's uh, but it's because the management has picked the worst of the worst residents, the ones they want to sweep under the carpet yep. and hide and stick them all together. You need a few good examples in there. I think they whack a mole. Encourage the ones around them. Sorry, bro. I didn't mean oh. to cut you off, but I think oh. they whack a mole. The guys who um, who ask for help because they don't want, like. What are you doing? You can't get any help here. This guy's it's, he's a problematic. And they write that shit down and they start monitoring these people because they expect that they, we're going to give them better with, you know, what do you, and they start treating you a little differently, like, uh, you know, cold shouldering. What do you, have you heard about anything about the, like, tormenting that goes on by the staff? I mean, I'm not trying oh, to, like... Oh, it's, it's crazy. People, normal people don't believe it. They think people are paranoid and making this stuff up, hoping to get a handout or something, but it's... Absolutely I've true. witnessed it firsthand and yep. I've got nothing to gain. By saying that. Dude, I, I'm telling you, it's, it's I was hard. talking to someone else. Whoops, shit. I just dropped my monster drink. Mayday. Thanks, homie. Sorry, Cheers, as well. Right on. Uh, I gotta ask a couple more questions here. Finish this off, oh, yeah. though. Right on. Uh, what started it? Like, what, what's the what's the issue between you and and um, getting your? What you said, uh, housing. This is your main issue. Oh man. Any addictions? I, if you don't, you don't you don't have to answer that. Do you have any like you know? Did yes, it, I do. I, I just, since is that a barrier to you in housing, or is it um, is housing that's barrier? It's it's something that I want to quit so bad. I would not consider it a, a barrier anymore. At one point, it was. But so if you I, had the ability, if there was a chance to get into a house, security. I know even if yeah. I was clean, just having this on my on my history right. would prevent me from getting most housing. It seems it seems like I'm being cut off at every turn. How long have you been homeless for? It's uh, going on six years. Six years. Yeah. Are you from Victoria? Are, are you from yeah. here? I'm from Victoria. So there you go. Everybody, everybody who thinks that the homeless people are coming on for sorry, bro. I didn't yeah. like I'm saying this. It's nice talking to you here, honestly, Don. I mean, you're a good guy. I, my name's Shay. 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 Yeah, you bet. Yeah. Don, nice to meet you, bro. Really, nice I'll see you, you around. I'll say hi. Thank and you. I mean, this is just. Uh, thank you for this interview. It's an eye opener for people. You know, um, I'm just trying to think of any more questions I could ask you, bro, that to to get the common everyday person to understand the level of torturous like torturous kind of I don't know reality that they're, they're giving people that 
it's it's it's, it's unhuman. It's, it's it's unethical. It's, it's bizarre. It's it's it really it's unbelievable. I never would have thought that they, that people in Canada would be treated like this. Um, we're scapegoats. We were used as whipping boys. Um, it's, it's not take their anger and abuse. Scapegoats and whipping boys, and, and, and I think even more complicated than that. It's not like they're just yeah, having yeah, fun yeah, beating I'm, us. I'm looking for the right word here. Yeah, it's like they're having a, a picnic, like tearing our lives apart. No, no. It seems it's, that they're going to do it. That's, that's what it feels but, like. But there's definitely Somebody? something behind it. Why are you saying hello? How you been? Not bad, you? Uh, uh, I'm out. Yeah, I heard. I'm just podcasting right now. Like, I just, just so you know you're being recorded. If it's all cool. Like, it just, oh, we yeah, have it. Yeah. Cool. We're just talking about the, uh, right on, right on, brother. Yeah. That was an awesome interview. It was good talking again. Good talking. Yeah, I'm going to keep on moving here. You bet, bro. You need a cigarette? You need a smoke? Oh, I would love one, man. You bet. Right on, bro. You get paid a smoke for the interview. <laughs> right on. So, I, how far are we, are we like, how, what do you got to do to finish up your, uh, your uh, chef uh, degree there? I've, I've got a few a few more hours. It's not much. Uh, like, so you got you done the schooling? Uh, um, I've I haven't done the schooling, but I've got the knowledge. Um, I like my my chef who, who did go through the schooling. My mother challenged the exam. Um, it's been done. She passed it. She said her biggest regret is not going to school. So actually, I may change that if I if my time my finances change in the future, and I, I may do it that way. But um, uh, my, my, my So it's just my a bit of paperwork. You, yeah, you got the hours, and, and, and you just got to do a bit of uh, maybe upgrading school and the, the test. And it's, yeah. it can be done because and, and a red I, still can be challenged. A lot of people do it. My chef says I know everything that's going to needs be on to be the done. Test. I, I do it on a daily basis. I, I suck at math, and I'm a welder, right? So like, you got to be good at math usually if you're a welder. Yeah. yeah. Or you just under your lid all the time. You know, you just read it off the blueprints. That's that's what you actually do. But if you're gonna be fabricating, yes, yeah, you'd be able to, you know, make measurements and stuff like that. If you're gonna be welding, corrections. Yeah, or you're gonna be doing lots of those corrections. That's for sure. And corrections suck because everything's like bent now. Because you're an idiot. Usually, don't last too long. <laughs> They're fired on, you know, oil rig jobs and shit like that. It's like they call another welder. But I've seen, I've got, I've seen guys get canned that were there for like they just got there. It's like right before Christmas. They just got the job, you know. 10 and 4 double shift or something like that and fucking they go home like two days later because they can't weld their shit <laughs> and you feel bad for them but even doing that I couldn't afford a home you know I made like 400 grand in like 4 or 5 years or something like that eh, I went to my addiction you know to be truthful but uh, yeah I mean I could, there's no I, I didn't even I couldn't even own, own a home at that point you know and it, it, like Fort Mac where I worked same kind of thing you know, every, there's, every house is a million bucks. And then it burnt down, and fucking people lost everything, man. Like, fuck. You're an iron worker for fuck's sake. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was up there, too. We, uh... Right when, um... The price of oil went below 50 bucks a barrel. Yeah. That's when I got fucking laid off. We worked on the same shift, I think, didn't we? We, we worked on the same crew at least once, didn't we? Up there? We figured it out one time. Yeah. But, uh, 
I do have to get right in here. Yeah, you bet, Dan. I'm going to edit that up a bit and fuck, we'll put it on the podcast. It's called The Homeless Idea. You got all my permission? Sweet, bro. Yeah, fuck it. That should be good. I'm trying to fucking get some like, good, power, empowering statements from just regular people like because that. It's bizarre and it's scary what's going on, man. We got to stop it. Right. We got to fucking stop it, man. It's got to be brought to court. I told you can be whatever you want. People have hearts and goals for the most part. Everybody should be able to pursue their, their fucking dreams and, and, and achieve it. It's what we were told in school, like this is what our society is and this, you guys will all have a shot at it, you know? And you guys will all be able to make something in your lives or not, if you choose not to. But not kick the legs out from underneath them and don't give them an opportunity after we've been lying to them for fucking 30 years. Yeah. That's, that, that wasn't like the part of the program or part of the contract. The 30-year thing, when they, they scrapped the national housing strategy, is when they they axed our generation, and that's what happened. The fucking government. What the hell kind of plan is that? How is that a good idea? I think those politicians are going to hell. Honestly, they they should be because how could you take away housing as a affordable housing as an option for an entire generation? And that's what this is created by. Nobody cared. Nobody cared. It was the poor people. Uh, you know the dole. They used to call the dole, right? Like real welfare yeah. was the dole. And your dad would laugh about you know Bob down the road taking the dole for six months, right? Yeah. But he lived in a house. He lived in a, in a Canadian house. I mean, it might have suffered a little bit. It might have not, you know, not it wasn't enough to. Sandwiches yeah. Trying to say. Yeah, might have had a little bit less beer money. But. Oh, it's impossible, man. That's a joke. They give you $325 a month for fucking rent. Have you, it's for a 1600 It's retarded. The reason that they do the 600 thing and they don't like you know make too much think about it is because then they could do the national average with Canada. But they don't tell the federal government that they take half your check back because you don't have an address and they know there's no hope in hell you're ever going to get an address for $325 a month. It's a joke, right? It's unrealistic. It's, but, and then they, fire, they blame us for this whole thing. And they wonder yeah. why we're like self-medicating because we're being tortured and like our lives are being destroyed and our futures are being cut off. But we're just, we're supposed to just, you know, kicking suck it up. You know, and the, this whole thing about what you brought up too, bro. I mean, to, to wrap it up, the Oak Bay, like, you know, old folks. I think that they honestly don't get as, that, as much credit as you give them. I think that they have caused a lot of like, unnecessary hype and and it's just out of control there's a lot of colonial people in victoria we, we understand that but if you call yourself a colonial and a christian if you really know what that is at I the have, same time i have received a lot of help I agree with that. You, well from from the well that's yeah there's a lot of good people in victoria they don't want to see this shit they won't at all there's a and you know what there's a lot of good, you know, Christians out there, or whatever you know, what to call it. The colonials, of, of, I, I can't stand it. They're they're the ones who cause a lot of ha hype and the security shit. So there you go. I, I think I kind of dropped the ball on that, but I'll edit that. <laughs> it was hey, that was a good, that was a good, it was an excellent conversation, bro. Thanks for your time. I appreciate it. Awesome, brother. Take care. You bet. Later, Dan. How you been, bro? I didn't see, uh, what's his face, um, that the drug dealer guy. It was, it was um, fuck, I don't remember his name. Uh, the guy who went to jail.
John. Johnny, yeah. I didn't see him in there, though. No, he's back in there now, though. Is he? Is he really? Oh, fuck, shit. Oh, yeah, because he weaseled his way into a fucking, um, to go to treatment. Yeah. But they gated him at treatment. So, Bobby, you were just telling me that, like, a story about, I felt, a, a, bro a brother, he was, a, a, Bobby, you were just telling me a story there about a friend of yours. Yeah, Damien, fucking, he's a type 2 diabetic, and, like, he probably won't make it outside this winter, and they kicked him out because one of the umbrella workers went to his room, okay, yeah. when he was working on a fucking, on a, on a stereo box, right. on a speaker box, yeah. right? Yeah. And um, he had a, he had like a fucking sawzall in his hand, right? Mm -hmm. Like at the other end of the room when okay, Buddy opened the door, yeah, sure. right? Yeah. And Buddy fucking turned around and ran down the hallway, right? They tried saying that fucking he was chasing him with a knife down the hall. As he's working on a stereo box. Yeah. Is this right? what he does? Yeah. You know? and, and like he, they looked at the tapes and obviously that was bullshit. And they kicked him out on the street. Yeah, they kicked him out on the street. And, and then what's they, his they medical were, condition? Uh, type 2 diabetic. And you don't think he's going to make it through the winter? Oh, fuck no, dude. Like, he's, he's in bad shape, man. Like, it's fucking rough, man. So how long was he on the street previously, then? Yep. Uh, fuck, since I've been fucking homeless. So, like, fucking the better part of fucking six, seven years. Yeah, year of veteran. Right? Like, yeah, fucking, you know, Rock Bay and shit like that, where it's just like it's So he finally no gets some sort of, like, hope. Yeah. And they destroy it, and, they, and they, now he's on the street, and yeah. he's got two, that's just type 2 diabetes. That's fucking... Okay, it's sickening. Yeah, it's sickening. It's, it's sickening. fucking gross, man. I'm trying to, like, keep it clean, but there's just nothing much more you no. can say. But thanks for that, Bobby. Yeah, no worries, man. You're no worries. Just wanted to say, uh, if you like uh, the show and you want to contribute or if you want to support the show, uh, we're on Patreon. And if you go over to Patreon, uh, type in the homeless idea, you can uh, make a donation to the show and uh, show your support. Thanks very much.